Hello, everybody. Welcome to Heather Shaw is Kidding. I have seen Drake's dick. I repeat, the world has seen Drake's dick. Is it real? That Dirk Diggler dick. Have you seen this? The video? I mean, my God, I am, I am gay. I'll tell you what, I am gay. If I was in bed and a woman said, let's, let's do this and pulled that out of her drawer, I would call the cops. I would say, you're not getting that garden hose near me. Holy shit. Is that real? That Drake dick? Uh, apparently a Drake nude video has leaked of him just whipping around a flaccid penis the size of my car. The length of my car is how long this dick was. I can't believe it's real. I thought, I think it's a prosthetic, prosthetic, prosthetic. Uh, it can't be real. It's so fucking long. It's like, you know, a worm got loose. A human centipede is growing from Drake's crotch. Essentially is what is happening. Holy fuck. Um, you know, I made a video about it, about how this video leaked of Drake sitting back on his bed, legs sprawled open like a little, little, like a gay man, like a gay man inviting anybody on Grindr into his home would just lay back and wait for the men to walk in. That's how he sprawled out, uh, whipping this dick around. Uh, you know, it's just so fake looking. It may be real. Look, I've been out of the game when it comes to male dick. Um, I've been out of the game. All my dick comes from factories that I order offline and then they sit in my drawer. So what do I know? Uh, I will say if, if I ever saw that dick in real life, I would scream. I would scream. And if I wasn't gay, I'd sure as hell try to be. Uh, you know, I thought maybe he had leaked this video on his own to kind of take away from the Grammys, although the Grammys weren't that exciting this year. Are they ever? You know, I think the world has kind of lost the allure of all these award shows. We don't really give a fuck anymore. It's more just uh, fun gossip at this point. Uh, you know, it's it's Taylor Swift's world and we're just living in it. You know, if if this if this past year... And now this new year's proven anything. It is just Taylor Swift's goddamn world and we are living in it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I thought maybe maybe Drake leaked the video himself of him whipping this dick around. It looked like a prosthetic. It looked like something that you'd see in Boogie Nights at the end of the movie, Boogie Nights. Mark Wahlberg takes out his, you know, 10 inch cock and says, I'm a star. I'm a star, I'm a star, I'm a star. You know, I feel like that's what Drake was doing. It was just auditioning for Boogie Nights 2, Canadian Boogaloo. I don't know. A lot of a lot of women were in my comments. It was a fun comment section over on Instagram. I posted it on TikTok. It didn't get a lot of traction. The TikTokers couldn't care less. People on Instagram loved it. I got some comments that were, you know, gay men saying, honey, this is 100% a real dick. Trust me, I'd know. My back door is always open. Uh, I got those. I got some women saying, fuck no, that's not a real dick. I got a lot of like older 60, 50, 60 year old women named Brenda saying the vag is only so long. The vaginal canal can only take so much. It's too much. I could never be me taking that dick. It's like, all right, Brenda, thank you so much. It's just fun to see. It's fun when you see Instagram comments of some people and then you go to their profile and it's like, you know, proud mother of three, God is good. And they're commenting on Drake's dick. 
saying, you know, I'd be bleeding for days. Oh, I'd be bleeding if that thing even looked at me. Uh, you know, I, my God, I might, I feel like I have a hymen all over again, just looking at Drake's t- dick. Where's the balls? I don't know. I thought it was fake. I thought, you know, what do I know again, man? I don't know much about dicks these days. Uh, but either way, people are talking and they're loving it. It's all over Twitter. Um, you know, some people are saying this is AI. I don't think it's AI. It looks pretty real. I, I think I have a good discernment for what's AI. You look at AI porn pictures of Taylor Swift and it's pretty easy. I mean, it's easy to tell that they're fake photos because she's just getting rammed by, you know, Kansas City Chiefs fans. That's not real. Um, but this video looked looked pretty real. Um, go go look at it yourself. Come back to me after you've come. I'm assuming, you know, a lot of women want Drake's dick and like Amanda Bynes said, they want Drake, Drake to murder their vagina. So, you know, a lot of women were in my comments saying, ew, Drake's gross. And it's like, ma'am, you're racist. I know you are. You know, I'm not saying that you can't think a black man is, but I, I look at your profile and it says MAGA 2024. Of course you think Drake is gross, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, Drake didn't go to the Grammys. Uh, Killer Mike beat out Drake and a lot of white kids were mad on TikTok. They'd never heard of Killer Killer Mike. Um, Killer Mike won three Grammys, beat out Drake and 21 Savage, and I don't know who else. I don't really care. You know, it's all kind of fake. Uh, a voter on the, the Grammy committee, he, a leaked transcript of how he voted was leaked somehow. And he said that he'd never vote for Lana Del Rey because, uh, of her SNL performance when she first came out. So that's, you know, that's who's voting. There's old white men in the committee just going, you know, killer Mike, he sounds fun. Is that the guy who took out John Bonet? Vote him in. He's fun. I don't know. The Grammys were fine. Uh, noticeable absence at the absent at the Grammys was Toby Keith. He was not at the Grammys. Where the fuck was Toby Keith? I thought he was supposed to be at the Grammys. I thought the whole reason. I mean, where the fuck was Toby Keith at the Grammys? What did he die? Toby Keith did die. Um, you know, I'm not a big country Keith stan. I don't know much about the man. I know that I, you know, his music was not made for me. Uh, I don't need a white uh, Southern man, maybe Southern. I don't even know if he's Southern. I don't need a white country singer to tell me to, you know, that America's the best. And uh, America kicks all ass. Didn't he make that song during the Iraq war of like, we'll put a boot in your ass if you look brown. If you're brown, I'm going to put a fucking boot in your ass, motherfucker. Black people shouldn't be able to vote. I don't know. He had a song called Black People Shouldn't Be Able to Vote. I'm pretty sure. Um, don't fact check me on that. It's probably an unreleased B-side. Uh, you know, what else, what else are his songs? Them Gays Freak Me Out. He had that song. Them Queers Are Weird. That was a good song. Uh, you know. Women, you know. Women should make less. Women should always make less. I don't know. To- I don't know anything about Toby Keith. You know, he put out that patriotic song. He had a feud with the Dixie Chicks, who are now the Chicks because they all went gay, so they don't like to say dicks. Um, again, another fact. Please don't fact check me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's why they changed their name. They all said, "Ew, we've seen Drakes, and now we're going by the Chicks." 
We only want to do chicks now that we've seen Drake's dicks. Uh, no, they had that feud with the with the chicks. I think uh, they were outspoken about President Bush. Remember him? 9-11 was crazy. They didn't like Bush. They didn't like 9-11. Uh, they, were, they said, this is a little fishy and weird. And Toby Keith said, hey, we'll put a boot in your ass, you goddamn fucking feminist fucking faggots. Whatever. Rest in peace, Toby Keith. You would have hated, uh, you know, progress. Rest in peace, Toby Keith. You would have hated the Barbie movie. Um, yeah, but he was noticeably absent at, at the Grammys as well. Taylor Swift was at the Grammys, of course. It might as well have been called Taylor Swift Presents the Grammys. I mean, Trevor Trevor Noah was the host, and he did the opposite of what most hosts do, where he just, like, ate the ass of everybody at the Grammys. Uh, you know, we like hosts to kind of joke. You don't have to go hard like Joe Coy at the Golden Globes and and say that, you know, Barbie deserved zero awards and should be paid less. Uh, and don't deserve rights. Whatever Joe Coy said on stage didn't land. It's a hard gig. You're never going to win up there. Uh, celebrities kind of don't respect you, even if you have the same management team. Trevor Noah did the smart thing and just went out there and ate the ass of 21 Savage and Taylor Swift and said his jokes were like, look at Taylor Swift, everybody. She's <laughs> she's so successful. <laughs> what a, that's, she's so she's so cool. She's uh, uh, she's so awesome, man. She's just, a, I, she's great. Give it over Taylor Swift. 21 Savage is awesome. He scammed Aiden Ross. That was fun. Honestly, props to 21 Savage for that one. If you don't know that, then you're not deep in TikTok Aiden Ross lore, and I, I'm, I'm proud of you. But Trevor Noah, you know, it was a fine hosting job. He played it very safe. He played it as if he was, it was his peers, his true peers. It, it was kind of weird, you know? Um, He's so, he's just a marshmallow of a comic, you know, he's just so soft, you know, he's, he's harmless, you know, um, he goes well with all things, uh, you know, it was kind of boring. Taylor Swift won, she had a big announcement, she said, I'd, I'd been waiting two years to say this, and I thought, oh shit, she's gonna say she's bisexual, at least, she's gonna say she's part of the LGBTQIA Disney Plus in some aspect, but no, she just said, I have a new album. That was her big announcement at the award show. A lot of people were pissed about that. They thought that she was taking away from all the other artists. It's like the fact that Taylor Swift showed up, she's already taking away from all of the other artists, okay? I mean, this is her fucking world now. Um, I'm, I'm excited for her new, her new album. You gotta strike while the iron is hot, you know? She is the absolute hottest most popular pop artist why not just keep churning out these albums uh the track list the track list on the um album is insane i love it the the thing that we have to remember and i think a lot of people forget or maybe they don't but it it feels like that is at her core taylor swift is a millennial okay at her core she's cringy she's a cringy millennial and i can say that because i am a cringy millennial um, I don't think I'm as cringy as Taylor Swift sometimes, and I'm also not as, you know, I'm not a fucking billionaire. Uh, but she is a cringy millennial at her core. Um, she does cringy things, and it doesn't stop because she has billions of dollars. Um, I just feel like behind closed doors, she's saying things like, oh my God, you know, um, calling calling dogs doggos. 
uh, waking up in the morning and saying, but first coffee. Uh, you know, she's just a, she's a very, she's so millennial. She is the most millennial. So we have to remember that she is so successful and so great and so talented, but she, at the end of the day is a fucking millennial cringe woman. Um, so I wouldn't put it past her to do any of this, to be like, I have been holding on to a secret for two years and I'm so excited I get to say this. And my team had no say in this and, and, and didn't orchestrate this at all. I'm sure that she knew she was going to announce a new album at the Grammys after winning a Grammy in 2019. Her life is mapped out for years ahead of years. Her life is mapped out right now, probably until 2028. I guarantee it. Um, let's read her track list here because, well, let's just start with the fucking album title. You want to talk millennial cringe. The album title is The Tortured Poets Department. I mean, that just sounds like something I'd see on Live Journal when I was 19. Something I'd see on Tumblr. Welcome to the Tortured Poets Department. While Cigarettes After Sex is playing in the background. I don't know. It's just, it's so millennial. Uh, so we've got, uh, there's, you know, plenty of tracks here. Fortnite, she's a big gamer. The Tortured Poets Department. My boy only breaks his favorite toys. I mean, come on. You know, come on. His toy is probably Drake's prosthetic. Let's be real. Uh, Down Bad is another track title. That's fine. Here here we go. Here's where it gets a little cringy. So Long London. Right? Because she dated Joe Alwyn, who's, who's British. You know? So wonder what that song's about. So Long London. Next title. Next track. But Daddy, I love him. Come on, Taylor. What are we doing? What are we doing? I love her so much because she can't escape the millennial cringe. Uh, next track, Fresh Out the Slammer. What slammer? The slammer in New Hampshire, in Connecticut? Your, your, your house in Rhode Island? What do you mean the slammer? Uh, <laughs> one track is just Florida with three exclamation points. It sounds like she, she went to Florida and did bath salts, and that's what that song is going to be about. Florida! I don't know what the fuck that's about, but it features Florence and the Machine, so it's going to be some slow-ass track being like, catching sun rays. I miss him in the car by the bar, Florida. All right, other track names. Guilty as sin, question mark. I don't know. Did somebody approve this track list or was this just, I mean, this just, again, Tumblr titles. Uh, who's afraid of little old me? Now she's just getting into uh, nursery rhymes. That song is just going to be Ring Around the Posy, but remixed. Here we go. Another <laughs> another great track title name. I can fix him. Parentheses. No, really, I can. What are we doing, Taylor? Who is this for? Because her her peers or her, her, her um, the demographic at her age us millennials, we're past this. I mean, it's giving tween. It's giving Olivia Rodrigo. I can't listen to Olivia Rodrigo's music. I feel like the minute I turn on an Olivia Rodrigo song, the cops are coming for me to catch a predator is knocking on my door and saying, you know, are there condoms for me? I don't, I'm too old for Olivia Rodrigo music. I'll listen to a couple songs, vampire I can do, but a lot of them I'm like, 
oh, this is Avril Lavigne for kids nowadays. When, how I was listening to Skater Boy and Complicated when I was 14, this is, this is, I'm beyond this. This feels illegal. I feel like I'm Leo DiCaprio hunting for my next girlfriend every time I put on a Olivia Rodrigo song. Her, I mean, Taylor kind of gives tween. And mind you, she's, she's a year, she's 34? My name is Taylor, and I was born in 1989. I love Taylor Swift, but she's so easy to make fun of. All right, next track, title, uh, L-O-M-L, Love of My Life. Couldn't spell that out, because she's texting. She's texting her 16-year-old boyfriend. I don't know what the fuck these track titles are. I can do it with a broken heart. The smallest man who ever lived. That's not about Drake, huh? That track's about someone else. She dated a micro penis. Uh, and then you have the alchemy and Clara Bow or Bow. And then there's a bonus track, the manuscript. I mean, I don't know. She's just giving tween and she's 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 old enough to be my sister. Um, and too old to be Leo DiCaprio's girlfriend. So it's a, it's just fun. I love Taylor Swift. She's just fun to witness. It's her time to shine. She's always been uh, a famous singer, but it just she's in another realm now. It's really fun to watch. Uh, I was talking to somebody. I was on a podcast earlier. Um, I don't know if you follow Fluently Forward on TikTok. She's kind of um, celebrity gossip. Uh, she was the first account I saw on TikTok uh, talking about blind items, which are so popular now. You see a lot of uh, accounts on TikTok doing blind items, celebrity blind items, which are fun. I'm I'm always like, I, I don't know if I believe this. I don't know who's writing this in, but I did uh, her podcast and she asked me, she said, do you think that Taylor Swift is a girl's girl or do you think that she's a mean girl? And I said, she's a fucking billionaire. There is no, there's, she doesn't play in the same society that we play in. There's, Taylor Swift is not concerned with whether she's a mean girl or whether she's a bitch or whether she's a girl's girl and whether she's a feminist queen. She's a billionaire. That's where it ends. All Taylor Swift cares about is money and success. I mean, she would probably eat her mother alive if it meant that she would be successful. She's a billionaire. You don't get to be a billionaire by being a sweetheart and taking care of the women in your life and making sure that you never wrong a woman. You know, uh, Jeff Bezos doesn't have to worry about whether he's a boy's boy or a man's guy or an evil asshole. It's just, he's a billionaire. If you're a billionaire, odds are you did some shit to get there that is not, uh, is not, there's not full of integrity. She's very talented. Uh, I don't think she's evil. I mean, she's no Jeff Bezos. She's no Elon Musk. Uh, but, you know, she whether she just has a good team and, and, and gets shit done, she's not, she, she's not a girl's girl. She's not a mean girl. She's a goddamn movie villain billionaire. You know, I think she um, f- uh, threatened legal action against this, uh, this kid from uh, Orlando. He's like 17 years old. He tracks publicly, it's public information, but he tracks uh, private jet flights of people and he's been tracking Taylor Swift. He tracked Elon Musk's jet and Elon Musk suspended his Twitter account. So talk about free speech, right, Elon? You know, you support free speech unless it's about you, huh? Uh, Not surprising. 
Uh, but I think either even Taylor Swift has threatened legal action against this guy who's tracking public information about her her jet and posting about it. So, you know, it it all this is just very this is normal behavior for people who are billionaires. It's like shut the fuck up, don't say anything bad about me. Um, I have uh, an image to uphold. Uh, you know, I want the world to think I'm whatever they need to think of me, but. You know, you can't imagine a day in the life of Taylor Swift, you know? Um, and and again, not saying she's good or bad. It's just she's in another sphere. It's like the Kardashians. The Kardashians cannot, they're not living in this world. They're they're on another planet now at this point. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, I mean, if you were to plop them in the middle of Walmart, uh, it would be like aliens visiting the earth. I mean, they would be shooketh. They'd be shook. You know, um, they're just not of of your yours and, and my world. They're just not of this world anymore. Um, so you know, it's it's very interesting. But uh, who knows? Who knows if Taylor Swift is a, is a a true feminist? I don't really think she is. You know, she's uh she's she's gotten she's gotten a lot of flack for gay baiting, which kind of sounds like you're fishing for gays. Sounds like a redneck fishing for gays. I'm going to go gay bait. I'm going to put RuPaul. I'm going to put RuPaul's drag race on. I'm going to play Lady Gaga on a loop and I'm going to catch me a queer. I think she's she thinks she likes to gay bait a bit. Um, I don't know if she's I don't know if she's gay. I don't know. I don't think she even has feelings. She's a billionaire. She's an alien. They need to bring back the simple life. That was a brilliant show. You have Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie, two two people that were completely born into privilege, and you plop them into you know a farm on Idaho, a farm in Idaho. You just plop them there, and they go, "What's Walmart? Is that where they sell walls?" I don't believe that Paris Hilton's that dumb. She's a smart woman. Paris Hilton's a very smart woman. I think she was playing it up for the for the cameras, but it was still a great. I mean, please, dear God, please put Kim Kardashian in Flint, Michigan. And tell her she has to live there for a week working at Dairy Queen. Please. I want to see that show. Fuck the Kardashians on Hulu. You know, I want to see Kim Kardashian in Flint, Michigan drinking the water. That's TV I'd pay for. All right, let's get into our first ad here. Um, I have the coffee here to prove it. Guys, I got a subscription to Lucy Brown's coffee. If you're watching video, you can see it now. Look how fucking beautiful this is. This is my monthly subscription I've got through Lucy Brown Coffee. Uh, and I use the promo code and it works. 10% off. It's worth it. Uh, when you go on and you choose your coffee subscription through Lucy Brown, you get to say, I didn't know this part. You get to choose what kind of coffee you're looking for. So you're not just getting a random bag of coffee that maybe is not your uh, what you prefer. So you can do like a light roast. You can do a dark roast. You can do a surprise me. Where they just send you Drake's prosthetic? God, I'm never going to let that go. Enjoy coffee from Lucy Brown Coffee Bar without ever leaving the comfort of your home. You can have your Apple Vision Pro headset on and and order this coffee and never leave your fucking home. That's what they want. We're going to talk about that soon. Lucy Brown is now offering coffee subscriptions. Here's the proof. I've got it here. Fast and easy, baby. I'm a big fan. All you got to do is fill out the form on their website 
And then you get coffee beans from different and exciting roasters sent straight to your door. You never have to leave your house anymore. Put on your headset, order your coffee, you know, and watch Drake's leaked video and get to whacking. And the, easy, the best thing is you can get coffee starting at just $20 a month. All you have to do is visit lucybrowncoffee.com. That's Lucy as an L-U-S-S-I, browncoffee.com. And follow the coffee subscription button to get signed up today. Plus, if you use the code Heather Shaw is kidding, you get 10% off your first order. And I am uh, a testament here. I did that. I went on. I picked my subscription. I said, I like a dark roast. And this is what I got. It is so fucking good. This coffee, um, it is from Virginia, I believe. I mean, you know, I'm in, I'm in Lexington, Kentucky. And I got uh, from Floyd, Virginia, I got Bolivia Apricot Cafe. Red Rooster Coffee. That's the brew. That's the, uh, God, I don't even know what they are. Brewer, the distributor, the drug dealer of the coffee, Red Rooster. Um, but I, I'm a testament to this. It works. It's fucking amazing. Uh, and you get to choose the kind of coffee you're looking for. So you're not just going to be sent, you know, uh, decaf coffee. I promise. Um, it's great. It's beautiful. Lucy Brown. We love you. Thanks for being a sponsor of the show. The other autism podcast, baby. Let's get into it. Have you ever wondered if you might be autistic? Did you watch Love on the Spectrum and go, this feels a little too close to home? This feels like I'm looking in the mirror. Maybe you were recently diagnosed and now you're trying to understand autism and your place in the autistic community. Is that what's going on? Uh, did you get a little diagnosis and you're going, now how do I, how do I live? Me, this little autist? The Autistic Artist? The Other Autism Podcast is here to help. I love this podcast. It's so fucking interesting. And the host is amazing. Each episode, your host, Kristen, brings you interviews with autistic folks who are diagnosed as adults. And you'll hear what it was like for them going undiagnosed for most of their lives. And then how they came to terms with their autistic identities later on. Later on, It's really, it's really fascinating stuff. It's a fun podcast. Uh, Kristen is amazing. She, she does this for a living, basically. She, is, she works in research and communications. And I'll tell you where she lives. She lives at 34... No, okay. The other autism podcast also covers the latest in autism research and topics at the forefront of autistic culture and scholarship. What the fuck else do you want? You've got love on the spectrum. Now you've got the other autism podcast. It's all you need. If you're autistic or wondering if you might be, the Other Autism Podcast helps you to feel more informed and less alone. You can find the Other Autism Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's also linked in the uh, episode description. This is great. Uh, Sarah, lovely Sarah Brown, can't speak highly enough of her. Uh, she texted me after she listened to last week's episode, and she said she owns Lucy Brown Coffee. She texted me, and she said, I mean, Heather, the fact that you've got a queer coffee shop and an autistic pot, an autism podcast sponsoring you, that checks out. I said, bitch, that's on brand for me. It's the best. I love it. Coffee and autism, baby. Should have called that podcast. Coffee and autism. That's what it should have been called. Now, I mentioned, um, thank you again to our sponsors. You're so great. I mentioned the Apple Vision Pro headsets when I was talking about coffee. Let's get into it. God, do I hate it. God, do I hate this, what this society is about to become in the next five years. God, do I fucking hate it. This dystopian future that we're all about to be living in. 
because now it's, it's just started to come out, right? We've all seen the videos of it's all nerdy men. It's exclusively nerdy men who have nothing better to do but drop $3,500 on a headset, an Apple headset, men who would suck off Elon Musk, men who would take, be pegged by Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg at any given chance. You know, they would pay to be pegged by Mark Zuckerberg. They would cuck for Zuck at any moment. These men, you've seen the videos, these men walking around with their fucking $3,500 Apple Vision Pro headsets in the streets, you know, doing little hand gestures, sitting on a subway, you know, uh, with their little VR headset on, doing God knows what Excel spreadsheets at the purest form. They're maybe on, they're doing work. Although I can't help but think a man with a headset on a subway is watching porn and not Drake's leaked video. He's watching some weird shit, some stepsister porn. Two siblings about to kiss, but they don't because mom walks in. That kind of porn. And then they're just pretending they're doing something with their finger. It's the worst fucking thing. I hate it so much. And you're starting to see the propaganda kind of leak in. If you can pay attention to it, you'll start to see accounts you follow on Instagram, social media starting to go, hey, look at this. This is pretty cool, isn't it? Look what this thing can do. Hey, come on. This isn't that bad. Look how much you can do. You can walk around in public. I've seen multiple videos of men being like, going out in public. I just ordered dinner. I'm going to go pick up dinner in my Apple Vision Pro headset. Yeah, you're going to get robbed, Kyle. You're going to get stabbed. Please. That's another reality show I want to see. I want to see rich Silicon Valley kids walk around Flint, Michigan with an Apple Vision Pro headset and try not to get shanked. I'm not saying Flint, Michigan is a violent area. I'm saying that they deserve to be shanked for walking around lower socioeconomic cities with that. Walk around uh, St. Louis, Missouri with an Apple Vision Pro headset. Go ahead. It's so fucking awful. I hate it. It's so dystopian. But you'll see this propaganda start to seep in, right? So you'll notice that the accounts you're following are going, look at this. This is kind of crazy. It's a soft launch of what's to come in the next five years because everyone is going to have this thing if it takes off in the way they want it to. Everyone is going to be walking around, not even, everyone's going to be inside walking around their studio apartment, their box, their shitty dilapidated box with their $3,500 headset on living in a virtual reality because that's what's going to happen. You're not going to be able to afford healthcare. You're not going to be able to find a job. All you can do is sit in your shitty studio apartment with no human connection, put on your headset, be in the metaverse, have your NFTs hanging in your house in the metaverse, have your neighbors wave to them. They're real. Say hi to your neighbors in the metaverse with the Apple Vision Pro headset. You will own nothing and you will be happy. You will have nothing and you will be happy because in, in, the, in the virtual reality world, you're a fucking star, baby. You own a home. You can buy food. You know? It's going to be great. You're the man in virtual reality. You don't need a girlfriend. Here's your AI porn bot. You know? Jack off to her. You want her to sound like Margot Robbie? We can do that. Pay $25.99 a month and we can do that for you. What do you want her to sound like? You know, Lauren Boebert? Okay, you weirdo. 
You want to be fake jacked off by Lauren Boebert at, at the musical premiere of Beetlejuice? We've got you covered. Pay $25.99 a month and Lauren Boebert will jack you off in virtual reality. Whatever you want, we can do. It's going to be the future. You're not going to own a home. You're not going to have a job. You're not going to have a friends. You're not going to have any friends. Your family is a distant memory. You're going to be sitting alone in your underwear with your coffee subscription from Lucy Brown Coffee, which is the only good thing about this, this future is that you'll have coffee subscriptions come into your fucking door. But you'll be alone, enveloped in virtual reality. It's a real dark future. But if you notice, if you're on social media and you notice, like I follow a lot of sports accounts because I'm a faggot. I follow a lot of sports accounts and I noticed, uh, I think one of the accounts overtime or whatever, I think it's mostly a basketball account, obviously. This guy is sitting in his living room. They're starting to really sell it to you. They're pulling TikToks and they're just going, look at this guy, isn't this crazy? But really what they're saying is, hey man, look how cool this is, right? You're on board with this, right? Look what you can do with this fucking thing, you know? Uh, it, It seems innocuous. It seems like we just pulled this random TikTok, but really what you don't know is that somebody paid this guy in in a free Apple Vision headset. They gave him a headset. They said, sit down and talk about how cool it is that you can watch five basketball games live at the same time when you put on this headset. You can pull up five different streams of basketball games and sit in your living room and rot. Make a TikTok about TikTok about that so that Instagram accounts can then repost your TikTok and it all looks like we're just sharing it, but really it's all being paid for by Apple. That's what's going on. And if you're, if you're wise enough to see it, you'll start to notice it is propaganda. It is a way to sell. And it's just another way to sell products, but it, it is pushing it on you. It is pushing this future on you. And what you'll see is people go, I would never buy that. Me. I'm sitting here going, I would never pay $3,500 for a fucking virtual reality headset. I don't care if Apple makes it. I don't care. Whatever, you know, couldn't be me. But the tide will turn if, if this picks up the way they, they want it to. People are, start, are going to start buying into it. Then everyone around you slowly is going to have this Apple Vision Pro headset or something like it. And then you're going to be the one left out. And then you're going to have to go, well, I guess I need an Apple Vision Pro headset or something like it. Do you remember when we went from flip phones to iPhones? You remember when, I mean, this is old school. If you're younger than remembering this, log off now, you creep. You're a child. Go listen to Taylor Swift's new album. Um, I remember when it was so weird to have a camera on your phone. And I remember thinking, that's so stupid. Who, why the fuck would you need a camera on your phone? And everyone going, yeah, it's kind of weird. Cut to, I'm the only one with a phone that doesn't have a camera on it, and I'm feeling left out, and I'm feeling like a loser. And now it's, everyone's got a camera on their phone. I'm recording this podcast on my phone, on a camera. It all just seeps in slowly. So while I'm in the minority now yelling at you about how fucking ridiculous this is and how nerdy men all over are are wearing this headset, I guarantee in five years, if this thing picks up, I'm not going to be left out. I'm going to be fucking sitting in my fucking, you know, living room going, this one's Jim Carrey on my headset. It's going to be fucking nuts. We'll see if it picks up. I saw a TikTok of somebody wearing the Apple, uh, Apple Vision Pro. I mean, I, I sound like I'm fucking sponsoring this thing. This podcast is not sponsored by Apple Vision Pro. Those cucks. These, this podcast is only sponsored by queefs and, and fans of queefs. I'll just say that. 
I saw a TikTok of somebody vacuuming with the headset on, and it it was a video game where every you were actually vacuuming, right? You're actually vacuuming your room, but with the headset on, it can set up coins, kind of like in a video game, where if you vacuum over a spot, you collect the coins, and it becomes a game for you to then vacuum your living room. You know what I mean? And I'm like, for $3,500 fucking dollars, that headset better vacuum my fucking living room for me. You want me to pay $3,500 so I can play a game that tricks me into thinking vacuuming my living room is fun? Fuck off. It's wild. But once they knock this thing down to $1,000, a lot of people are going to pay for it. You know, and and quickly the people that are uh, anti-Apple Vision Pro, such as me, we're going to be in the minority. And we're going to be on the outside. And we're going to feel pressured to buy into this. I can see it. The future is dim. The future is dim, baby. You don't need sunglasses. You need an Apple Vision Pro headset for the future. It's creepy. There was a lady on the news who tried the headset. And it was so funny because she was like, this is great. I can get all my work done. I pulled up my email on one screen and then I, over here is my music. And I'm like, that's just a fucking double monitor. Get a double monitor. What do you mean? You're paying $3,500 for a double monitor? You could just do that. And then the best part was she goes, now the typing is a little rough. It's great if you want to send a quick text because you're typing in air, remember? You're, there's no, nothing is real. So you're, everything you're doing is an error. And she's like, yeah, it's really hard to type on the keyboard unless you're doing quick texts. So in order to solve that problem, all I did was pull out my real keyboard. So this lady is sitting with her, her Apple Vision Pro headset on with a real keyboard in front of her typing away because it's so much easier. And it's like, at that point, just use your MacBook Air, bitch. What are we doing? I can't get behind it and I refuse to until I'm in the minority and then I'll be like sold. It's just so silly. It's just funny and scary to to know what's going to happen in the future and also just kind of be like, yeah, I'm just going to lay down and give into it at some point. But right now I'm going to make fun of it. You know, I made fun of the camera and the phone and now, you know, I can't imagine living with a phone, living with, with, uh, without a camera phone. We are in a dystopian nightmare, folks. Buckle up and enjoy. All right, we got a couple more stories to go over here. Um, kind of dark. Buckle up. This isn't pop culture. This is more nudes. Uh, trigger warning. I'm just kidding. I would never do a trigger warning. The only time you should do a trigger warning is when you're at a gun range. Literally, a verbal trigger warning. Do you think before school shooters go in and do their business, they say, trigger warning? I don't think so. I think they're not, I don't think they respect the people they're about to murder. Um, uh, there's a, there's a saga going on with Kansas city chiefs fans who have died. Um, where was this at? I've got to get, uh, maybe Missouri. I would think Missouri. Um, God, I don't even know where this was. Um, but uh, let's just say Missouri because you know, it's a real Missouri story. These Kansas city chiefs fans, uh, three guys all went over to their other guys, uh, their other friend's house. Uh, and uh, they're all Chiefs fans, and this was to watch the Kansas City Chiefs play the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, they went over there. The house, the guy whose house they went over to was known as the chemist, right, because he was a pharmaceutical guy. He, he knew how to mix drugs, and he could come up with these fun cocktails. 
I don't believe it. All that happens is this guy had Coke on him and they called him the chemist. You know, they're like, this guy's fucking Walter White, man. This is Walter White. He was just the friend who had the drugs. We've all known a person in our life like this. We all, you know, they were just trying to be cool. All these men look like Missouri men. They may have not, this may have not been in Missouri, but they have Missouri face. And I don't feel bad for saying that. RIP to the guys, but they all have Missouri. They have Kansas City Chief fan face. How about that? They go over to this house. They go, what's up? We're here to watch the game. The chemist, the friend. uh, I think his name's Jordan Willis. uh, Supplies them with drugs. uh, Mostly cocaine. And what's in the cocaine? You'll never guess. Fentanyl. You're right. How did you know that? What do you live in America? Whoa. Um... Three of the, the three guys who were given the cocaine by Jordan Willis, they all died from presumably fentanyl overdose. Jordan Willis gave him the coke, went to bed at some point, woke up two days later and found three his three friends in the backyard frozen to death. And, you know, uh, people are starting to go, what the fuck happened, man? What really happened is he gave him cocaine and the cocaine killed them. And maybe they went out, they were all in the backyard. I don't know how they ended up in the backyard. Who knows? This guy's claiming he just woke up and his friends were frozen in his backyard. You know, like some Omaha steaks that he had ordered. Uh, Fentanyl is creepy. It's sketchy. It's weird. It's, it's what I've heard is if you have a bag of cocaine and there's fentanyl in it, it doesn't disperse evenly, right? So you could cut three lines of cocaine with fentanyl in it, and two of those three lines could have the fentanyl, and one line couldn't. It's like cocaine roulette. You know, it's like cocaine Russian roulette. So it's not like just because there's fentanyl in a bag, all the coke could have it. It could, but it also could not, which would explain why Jordan Willis survived. I've heard of other stories. Uh, of You know, there was a story of, of uh, these comedians out in L.A., Three comedians did coke and two of them died from an overdose of fentanyl and the other one survived. You know, it happens. Fentanyl is fucking creepy and you've got to be brave to want to do coke nowadays. You know, you've got to really, really want to play Russian roulette with your life to do cocaine. Cocaine used to be so fun, such an easy way to get up. You know, you're drunk, you do a bump, you're good. Now it's like, fuck no, dude. If I have to test my party drug before I do it, I'm fucking out. I used to do cocaine. I'm so glad that I am not doing cocaine anymore because it's it's really hard to say no once you've done cocaine. It's really hard to like drink and, and if somebody's offering you cocaine, it's hard to say no. It's really fucking dangerous now, you know? And everybody thinks it won't happen to them, but it, at any moment, it could happen to you. You know, if you're gonna do cocaine, I don't give a fuck, I don't judge, test your fucking drugs. Please, dear God, test your drugs. Fentanyl test strips are like so cheap. You know, I mean, cheaper than cocaine, you know? And the worst part about the story is these guys didn't even get to see their team go to the Super Bowl. Oh my God, what a waste. They saw them beat the Chargers. That's a boring fucking game. I'm sure they beat the Chargers. Did they beat the Chargers? It doesn't matter. They didn't get to see their team go to the Super Bowl. Instead, they ended up frozen in this guy's backyard. They went and he, they said, we got to see the chemist, man. I just love that because every small town has that friend that they're like, this is the fucking, this is Jesse Pinkman. It's like, no, he just has marijuana. He just has weed on him at all times. It was a weird, wild story. And it, it's just, it reminds me, 
you know, how lucky I am that I do not do cocaine anymore and how I just want to say if you do, no judgment. I get it. Cocaine is fun. It's a fun drug, but please, dear God, be safe. Um, hopefully it's a quick death. I don't know. A lot of people know people that have died from fentanyl. You are not invincible to it. Uh, you know, and I think that guy, I don't know. I don't know if that guy's going to get charged. I don't know how that works. I don't, I mean, he supplied drugs and the drugs were bad, but he, did he put the fentanyl in there and did he just buy shitty drugs? I don't know how you get charged. I don't know how that comes down. He did check himself into rehab. I mean, yeah, that's your rock bottom, right? He's sitting in rehab and everybody's like, yeah, you know, I got a divorce. I lost custody of my kids. And he's like, yeah, three of my friends died and froze to death in my backyard. And I said, I think it's time I get help. I don't know. I Good for him for going to rehab, but who knows if that's uh, an Ernest rehab trip or uh, not like Ernest goes to camp. <laughs> Ernest goes to rehab. That would have been a good movie. Um, who knows if that was, a you know, an earnest move on his part, or if that was just a, you know, kind of getting out of the, getting out of the way and going to get help because it looks good. Who knows if he'll be charged either, but bummer that those guys didn't get to see their chiefs presumably win the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know. I got, I really am like, so I want to know where these guys are from now because, it's bothering it's bothering the fuck out of me that I don't know where they they were from. Nobody's saying it. Nobody is saying uh where these motherfuckers are from. What does the news care anymore? I mean, is this even a real story? Is this all just AI? I'll never know. Uh if if you ever find out where these motherfuckers are from, they have Missouri face again, but really that could mean New Jersey at this point. The last story I want to talk about another dark one, uh Boy, oh boy. White men are just just insane, aren't they? You know, they're either shooting up a school or they're wearing a, you know, Apple Vision Pro headset to, you know, go catcall you in. Imagine getting catcalled. I mean, it, like, in this day and age, you get catcalled by a guy wearing a VR headset. It's like, you have access to porn. You have access to anything. Go catcall somebody in, in the metaverse. Please, dear God, leave me alone in the real world. It's like when somebody gets a, a DUI nowadays. When somebody got a DUI in the 90s, it was like, man, that fucking sucks. I'm so sorry. But now it's like if somebody gets a DUI now, it's like, are you fucking dumb? There's Uber, there's Lyft. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. You really had to try hard to get a DUI. Patrick Mahomes' father got a DUI. It's like, dude, you have all the money in the world, all the resources, and you still drove home? Are you... My God, it's so hard to feel bad for somebody who gets a DUI now, you know? It's like, yeah, you kind of asked for that one. You didn't even try. I mean, you the confidence of somebody getting a DUI nowadays with Uber and Lyft. Justin Moan, this is from Pennsylvania, a real Pennsylvania story here. No offense if you're, if you're from there. Justin Moan, 32 years old, living at home with mom and dad. First red flag. So white kid... Pennsylvania shot his father before using a knife and a machete to decapitate him. Chop that head right off. A real life Kathy Griffin, Donald Trump scenario. You know, uh, Kathy Griffin got canceled for it. She didn't deserve to be. This guy should get canceled uh, in real life. They sh- death penalty. 
decapitated his father and then posted a rambling video on YouTube advocating the torture and killing of U.S. government employees. Because if anybody deserves to be killed, it's people that work at the DMV, at the U.S. Postal Service office. I love that he's not like, we need to kill the president, but down with Biden, creepy Joe, sleepy Joe. He's like, no, death to the IRS. It's just, it's funny that he just wants death to U.S. government employees. I'm sure he means people in Congress, but it's just fun to think that he wants to take out Brenda in accounting at the DMV. He posted that video on YouTube and held up, at one point, held up his father's decapitated head. This man was sane, you know what I mean? He was doing well. Uh, I don't know what his motive was. Uh, the video was about 15 minutes long that he posted called, he titled the video after he killed his father, he made this like, I don't know, this, this, uh, plea, this manifesto was titled moans, militia call to arms for American patriots. It's always some fucking unemployed 32 year old living at home. Motherfucking loser who thinks that they're going to take down the government and that they're an American patriot. Go sign up for the military, you fucking loser. Go join that cult. You know what I mean? They'll accept you. This is the same kid who probably, you know, you know, I he claims he has a paper cut. He can't go into the Marines. Not that he'd be in the Marines. The fucking army will take you. Somebody will fucking take you. If you care about the American patriots, go join the fucking army, you dork. Or at least go get an Apple Vision Pro headset and leave the world alone. I mean, honestly, Apple Vision Pro should really come out with a program called Mass Shooting. Where, where disgruntled white kids can hop on and just shoot up people in the VR world and leave people in the real world alone. Please come out with a game called Mass Shooting. Nothing is going to change. We're not going to change our gun regulations. We're not going to regulate guns. We're not going to change our gun laws. The NRA has this country by the balls. You might as well make a program where loser white men can hop on their headset and shoot up a mall. What do we have to lose? Let them do it. Movie theaters, malls, churches, mosques. Let them do it in the VR world. Uh, this kid, after the killing, he posted a 15-minute video. He, uh, he also called his father a traitor. His father is a federal worker. He worked for the Army Corps of Engineers, a branch of the U.S. Army. So he's anti-military, but calling for American patriots. This guy's a fucking dork. Justin Moon. Um, he expressed anger about the far-left woke mobs, immigrants, and the gay community, LGBTQ community. They always, they always do that, these misguided, mentally ill fucking losers. Not everyone who has mental illness is losers. I don't want you to think that I'm saying that. I'm saying you're a loser if you decapitate your dad and then post a video about how the gay community needs to be taken down. You're a fucking dork. Jesus Christ, we need to get that fucking... We need to get a VR mass shooting program happening soon. Let him put on a headset and decapitate his fake dad, please. He can decapitate me. I don't care. Leave the real world alone, Justin. This is the red flag. If you are listening to this and you have any child that is not uh, developmentally disabled, I'm talking, you know what I mean, not fully handicapped. If you have a 32-year-old child living at your house, get them the fuck out of your house. They are never going to amount to anything if you just let them live at your house. 
I don't care if they have a day job. Get them the fuck out of your house. Tell them to get roommates. You know, don't let any 32-year-old child live with you. What are you doing? Especially a loser white man. That's not your son. That is a man upstairs. He doesn't have a job. What are you doing? I mean, you can't, parents are enabling their kids a little too much. I understand if you're 22, 25, even 28, when you start to hit your 30s and you're living at home, there's got to be another fucking solution. And you, and you don't have something seriously wrong with you. I mean, if this kid was diagnosed correctly, he would be, you know, getting therapy and getting help. He wasn't doing any of that. He was sitting up in his room on YouTube, probably watching Andrew Tate and, you know, Uh, sucking off to Trump videos. I don't know what the fuck. But it's a big red flag to have any 30-year-old human being living at your house if if you gave birth to them. Get them the fuck out of your house. They've got to figure it out on their own. I understand that the economy is rough, but dude, live with five fucking people. Pick up a fucking fun drug addiction. I mean, this kid should have just gotten into cocaine and ended his life. He decapitated his father for what? We must, we must fight the woke mob, the LGBTQ community. Unreal. It's, it's weird shit, man. White men, uh, this, is, this episode is going to be called White Men Scare Me. Uh, they either wear Apple Vision Pro headsets or they decapitate their fathers. There is no in-between. Um, I hope you liked this episode. Uh, it was it was a fun one for me. I just I kind of just went off. I kind of got to rant. If you do like the show, I didn't say this up top because I was so enamored with Drake's dick. If you've made it this far, please subscribe wherever you listen, rate it, review the show, do whatever you want. If you would like to support me, I am on Patreon. It's a fun community over there. You get a bonus episode every week. It's a bit more personal. Um, I talk about fun things. We have a live chat that is bumping. Uh, the members are growing every day. It's so fun to watch. It's so fun to see people support me in my comedy. And it's $3 a month at the minimum. You can also pay $5, 10 20 But at the minimum, you're paying $3 a month to join a really fun community and support me in my uh, comedy. I am uh, doing live shows as much as I can this year. Um, I will be talking about my Baltimore show uh, next episode since I'll be there tomorrow. Uh, I'll be in Batavia, Illinois, February 21st. I'll be in Nashville, Tennessee, March 1st and 2nd. Cleveland, Ohio, March 28th. Indianapolis, Indiana, April 23rd. St. Louis, Missouri, April 24th. Uh, Washington, D.C., June 12th. I'm working on San Diego now. I'm really excited to go out to San Diego. And then uh, some other cities wherever I can. Uh, As always, I hope you uh, take care of yourself. Thanks so much for listening. Stay gay and see ya.